You were shushing me. That is exactly what was happening. I was mussing your do. What in the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> shushing is when you make your hair stand up a little bit. You shush it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Don't shush me. I wasn't. You don't have shushable features. <laughs> You're looking very shushmental. I really hate how this is going so far, James. It's your fault. I know. It's we. It's the wrong day and everything feels off. It does, it does. <laughs> this cold garage. I, I really hate everything about this. <laughs> and I'm really just mad about it. This is this boy just going to start out stellarly, isn't Fuck it? you, everybody. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Fuck you, too. I, I ate a burger before this that wasn't great. And now, eh. <laughs> now you've got average burger in your tummy. Oh, man. And like... At least make it bad. Well, you have something to talk about. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, man, I got this burger that was fucking, it was disgust. But no, like, <laughs> I have no way to go on about how this burger was just unremarkable in every way. It was beige. It, it was. It, it was the hospital wall. Good. No. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> Nourishing. Yeah. No. The, no, no. It had calories. <laughs> it sure did. <laughs> Empty calories. Because, you know, zero nutritional value. Maybe there was at one point in those onions, but I don't, I don't believe it. Not for, not for a minute. Yeah, there's some sugar in those onions, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, there better be. This is America, goddammit. Pour some ranch on them. <laughs> USA! You, uh, okay, hey everybody, welcome to Horror Vomit, where we talk about horror movies so you don't have to. I thought you were going to yell Kumite. Yeah, I might as well. Kumite! Yeah, sure. <laughs> You happy now? I'm you son of a bitch. Now that you've interrupted everything. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to be quiet now. No, all right. Uh, <laughs> where was I? My name is Chris Faff, and I'm one of your hosts. <laughs> I'm James Marino. <laughs> Why do you look lost? You look like you wandered down the wrong alley in a city that you're staying in. Because you, then, no matter just... how many times we do this motherfucking show, you catch me every goddamn damn time i never know when when you're gonna start and then i'm like oh what is my name and what i'm supposed to do next oh christ okay you had you had the uh tourist that can't find his hotel eyes <laughs> inspecting things around you as if it would give you context clues to say your name yes exactly wonderful anyway i am james Morino, and i'm the other one of your hosts and this week oh rollicking start <laughs> Ooh, oh no this wonderful movie all right this week we are talking about last Shift mm-hmm. from 2014, written by Scott Poiley and Anthony DeBlasi, directed by Anthony DeBlasi, starring Juliana Harkavy as Officer Lauren, Joshua Michael as John Michael Payman, and Hank Stone as old Lieutenant Cohen. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Uh, hey, James. Huh. Hey. Yeah. Hey, you. How you doing? You over there. Hey, hey, what'd you think of uh, Last Shift? Uh, fuck you for making me watch this movie, Chris. Oh, don't be that way. I did not. Oh, my God. Don't be that way. Okay, it's not specifically fuck you, but I, I, I said that, you know, this is a shout out to old shows. It's, Dude, it's, I did not. It's not my fault you watched most of the wrong movie. Okay, no. <laughs> if you would have made me watch that movie, that would have been a, a heartfelt fuck you, because <laughs> I watched. You this... gonna tell everyone what you did? Yeah, I watched. I started watching a movie called The Night Shift. 
which looked like it, the acting was right on par with 80s porno before the sex starts. And uh, the sets were the same Topanga Valley houses. So I'm pretty sure that that was, you know, in that, oh, we got to use up some film. Okay, well, we'll do a movie real quick. Uh, okay, well, we'll call it the night shift. It was fucking horrible. It was just bad. Neil Young got blown in that very apartment. <laughs> Last week. <laughs> yeah. Just him frowning about it, because I don't think I've seen Neil Young smile in like 30 years. He always just looks pissed. I don't think he's capable of smiling. He looks like a scarecrow. Uh, so you didn't like The Last Shift, huh? God, no. Uh, I, I can that's tell a you shame. a bunch of reasons why. I'm sure you got a few of them, too. Well, here's the thing. Hmm. I think this might be the best version of this that there could possibly be. And I think this movie's biggest downfall is being a victim of just what it is. Mm-hmm. Because it's clearly not a very high-budget horror film. Right. So they kind of had to throw everything at the wall. But Literally. I feel like in doing that, they did the best that they could with it. Uh-huh. There are several good things about it that we'll get into. But I, w- I, will, I will say this before I start ripping into this movie. Please do. We have had a spate of stellar, amazing art piece, fucking ridiculously amazing movies, okay? We've had some thinkers. Yeah, and we had a bunch of them kind of in a row. And then I see this movie. Had I seen this movie before I discovered Joko Anwar and and the Wheatleys and the whatnot, I would have probably would have been all in on this movie. But I've seen it done better a hundred other times, and I'm like, oh, no. I know you don't have a budget, but you could suggest things. Because when they actually showed stuff, it was so stupid that it took me out of the fucking movie. Oh, don't be that way. I'm sorry. This is a good movie. Eh. Listen. Okay, you know, this movie is like the hamburger you had earlier. Okay. It's there. It it was shot okay. And, you know, there was some dialogue, I suppose. But there were characters there for no fucking reason. What like who? What's up with that homeless dude? He peed on the floor. What do you mean? Right. What he was there for forty-five minutes of the movie, and then he wasn't for no fucking reason. Yeah. Yeah. Have a if so. You can, yeah, you should check off homeless motherfucker. You're gonna <laughs> put him in a goddamn movie. <laughs> have it mean something. You know, so spend a, tell uh, Boyley to spend a couple more days in the writer's room. Give him a backstory. Give him something for fucking being there. Right. But here's the difference between, like, your, uh, your Conjurings and your Insidiouses, which are bad movies, and this. Which, all right, I will admit, yeah, this is a bad movie. But oh. I like it because it, they tried. There is a few things in this movie where you can look at it and go, oh, they had a stupid idea, mm. or, and this is my theory, they were asked to put shit like that in the movie to sell it because, you know, whatever distributor, production house, or whoever mm-hmm. said, well, we like the idea, but can there be this? Mm. Can so, there be this? For example. Can there be the demon girl that crawls along the floor? Yeah, that, and that was not even like, okay, you know how many times I've been... I've I've gone off about the way the characters move, like the hammer scene in the movie we just watched. You know, just amazing physicality. And she was just kind of crawling on all fours, and they made it scary. 
they made it scary by uh, putting cracky bone sounds with no reason for that sound to be made. Yeah, and when the homeless guy turns into a demon, it looks real bad. They should not have done a close-up on that. It nah. looked real stupid. Well, how much how much scare did we get out of that one movie where they just pulled a blanket up? Boom. Exactly. They could have just pulled a fucking blanket up. They could have had a, instead of... But that's also not what this is. Eh. I mean, you have to meet it halfway, though. If you're... Okay, James, if you're turning on a movie called Last Shift and the, the cover art is a face with a pentagram cut into it, you know you're not in for something that's going to be a real mind bender. Right, but when it starts out a little pacey, I expect there to be more to it. So it, it, like, okay, it was trying to set mood where she was walking around, checking out the surroundings and whatnot. There was never any payoff. But for a minute there, I'm like, oh, they're setting up, okay, what are they, you know, I'm figuring out what they're doing. So they're, they're setting it up like other movies to be, it's like suspenseful and you, you're catching glimpses and this. And, but then when you finally see one of the hooded figures, they hold on it for so long, you're like, okay, that's not, you, you cut that a little quicker. It's supposed to be a glimpse to stick in our fucking heads, not we're supposed to see it, and then it's not there. I, I just Maybe it was an editing choice, but I didn't care for it. Yeah, there's some mistakes here. Nobody's saying there's not. Yeah, but, but you okay. know how big it's got to be for me to notice, dude? I don't notice shit. Okay, but check it out. Don't you find it kind of interesting that they, I think, very clearly drew a parallel between the cult and just the police itself being a cult? Yeah, because she was doing the, uh, she was doing the repetitive phrasings. Like, yep, repeating I, her yeah. officer's uh, uh, code or whatever. Dude, I know, I know people on the force. I, nobody does that shit. The fuck that took me Except out of it too. For, it, well, it, unless I wasn't unless thinking, you're a fucking true believer. They several times they draw parallels between the police and cults. Officer Cohen, when he yells at her immediately, she backs down and still has this weird admiration for him like any other fucking cult leader. And I will tell you, and now that you mentioned it, see, I, I didn't see that in the movie. I was, it wasn't that I was irritated. I watched the whole thing, sat through and watched the whole thing. Well, time constraints too. But I, I, I wasn't mad at this movie. I wasn't happy about this movie. I'm like, is it done? <laughs> Come on. Is, I, I wanted to be scared, and this movie did not scare me. Right, but I mean, what they one of the things that I really like, too, is they really explore the space. They clearly have one set. Yeah. So, I mean, there's your limitation right there. One set. What can we do with all of this? Well, I understand that they found the set and wrote the story around it. I, I Maybe. Well, no, I mean, I, I think I remember reading that. Oh, okay. But, yeah, uh, and that makes sense, but they could have... I guess I'm, I'm a sucker for better writing. Oh, yeah. So maybe, maybe that was my big thing, too. Again, I, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take me a couple regular movies to get back in the swing of things again. This might just be like, a, like the hangover of, man, the last one was good. This one wasn't. Man. Okay, but can you honestly sit there and tell me that, like... Again, making the best out of a bad situation. Oh, I... No, 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 no. I mean, within the scene. I mean, if they had written this and this was their vision all along, mm -hmm. sure. But there's enough sneaky things in here that are good that make me believe that somebody said, well, can you put this in it? Mm -hmm. The scene where officer, the other officer shows up. The first time? Yeah, the yeah. young male officer. Yeah, yeah. And they... 
it sounds like somebody gave them the objective of, well, can we put in the thing where uh, she basically talks to a ghost and he turns around and his brains are blown out? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, okay, man, sure, we can do that. And honestly, that scene is very well acted. Oh my god, that yeah. is an incredible exchange between those two. Well, the guy who the guy who did that, he sounded like a regular cop. He looked like he looked straight up looked like every cop you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. He sounded like him. I mean, the acting on that was amazing, and and that that was one of the few moments of humanization that any of the characters got. It was almost like the cult members were more humanized than the cops were. Yeah. So, which it makes a more interesting movie again with that with that second thought in mind, I can go back and go, okay, yeah, now it's a more interesting movie. And instead of just cutting to like a weird montage when they introduce like the cult with the John Michael Payman and the two girls, whatever, how they uh-huh. do that kind of stupid montage. Yeah, they took the time to go, okay, well, if we have to do this montage, let's set it up so there's. Uh, like four TVs in the room that she walks into. So it can be kind of believed that it's skipping between TV and TV and TV. Yeah. And not just like, Oh, well this is playing a montage. They, they kind of fuck it up later, but. And I really wish they had, I've, again, this is something I like when they do now. I used to not like it, but when I don't have a sense of place, mm-hmm. like at, no, at every time I knew exactly where I was in that building all the time. Mm-hmm. And that was, an, that was a cool choice, but it took me a minute for my brain to go, I know where they're going. Damn it. And did you not think it was a good beat when she was uh, stuck in the holding cell with the homeless guy and if the flashlight okay. is on her? Okay. And, she, you know, I, I'm an officer where, you know, you need to give me back my flashlight and my gun and it <laughs> shines over to the, mm-hmm. the man passed out in there. Mm-hmm. I, that's a good, ch- cheap, effective bit. Oh, absolutely. And, and there were a lot of well-filmed things here. I mean, there's a lot of talent here. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. When I, when I kvetch about stuff, it's, again, because I'm getting spoiled and I'm starting to get jaded and I'm trying not to be. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, this objectively, this movie is better than I gave it credit for. With the- that second thing that you mentioned, I would have to, if I had come in armed with that knowledge... I would have been more patient with this movie and I would have gotten a lot more out of it because now I'm thinking, oh, okay, that parallels this, that parallels that. Okay, oh, nice. And honestly, it's not a bad story. No. It, it's it's basically a haunted house. Mm-hmm. But and, it, well, and the reason that she can't leave is because she feels bound by this weird sense of honor to her own personal cult, the police. Mm-hmm. Well, and the other thing too is it, it sets up, our, our, is it happening or isn't it? It, mm-hmm. Has she lost her mind? And it's never really clear uh, until the very end. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you know, you're you're at all times you're like, especially, and I always appreciate this about movies where, you know, you just missed it, or yeah, it's like the one person didn't know anything was happening, or just sitting in the car. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, all the stuff. There's no like repercussions except for the stacked chairs, which again could have been all in her mind. Mm-hmm. They're there, they're not there. She saw stuff she didn't, she heard stuff she didn't hear things. She's getting phone calls that are believable, and then all of a sudden it switches. So is it the, the haunted place? Is it the message from the, the super demon, extra devil? I mean, <laughs> see, but devil plus. you were talking about the editing. I think that's a good edit when she finds those chairs because she's looking in a room where there's just a couple office chairs scattered about mm-hmm. because they came flying at her. Oh, yeah. In the room. 
But uh, she's looking in there, it pans over to the right where she looks down the hall and pretty much immediately whips back into the room and they're all stacked up. Mm-hmm. It's a good edit. What? There's good stuff here. Yeah, it's totally it cheesy. Poltergeist it, us. Yeah, oh yeah, total poltergeist. It's cheesy and it's a stupid movie and I will never disagree with you on that, mm-hmm. but like, it's one of the best B movies you could hope to watch. You know, and again, now that you mention it, it's it's sneaky. It's, it's sneaky. It's sneaky good. Yeah, and and... I like those sleepers. I mean, I again, I've only revisited a couple movies we watched, and it was because I was kind of on the fence about it. And after the podcast, I'm like, okay, I see what you were saying. Now, I'm hoping I see what you're talking about because I hear it. Now, I'm like, ooh, now now this movie might actually be fun to watch. There's uh, one that really, really stands out. And I think you'll remember this because it actually looks pretty good regardless of the CGI, but it's a very good idea. You can tell somebody came to them and said, well, can we have the uh, the girls, like the Manson girls, can we have them like singing a song like the mm-hmm. Manson girls did? So what they did was they had them set in a half circle in front of mirrors that made yeah. the full circle in the mirror while mm-hmm. they're singing this fucking weird-ass song. Mm-hmm. Then the girls sitting in the room turn their heads while the mirror reflection doesn't change, and they've got the weird bags over their heads. Yep. It's a Fucking great shot. Just that use of a mirror well, is fucking fantastic, James. These no- dudes know how to make a movie. Well, and and another, one of the most visually striking things, the one that sticks out in my head the absolute most from this whole movie, well, there's two of them. The one was the uh, Jacob's Ladder scene kind of thing. The shaky heads, yep. Yeah, when that that fucked with me for a minute, but that, that style will always fuck with me, and I don't care how often they use it, it's still fucks with my head yeah it's the sensory overload and the other the other one was where that one one manson chick was talking and smiling and all of a sudden biffs her head on the table pop and pulls her head back during, up during the montage yeah yeah that because i have not seen anybody biff there but i've worked in places where people do harm themselves oh, and i've seen people just straight up cold cock themselves like lean in and punch the fuck out like ed norton themselves right enough ground pap so when I saw that, the way they filmed it, it looked like she fucking damaged some teeth when she did it. I'm like, damn. Yep. Yeah. Her, she slams her face on the table while being questioned by police, and her face explodes. And she comes up, and you can still see it. It looks like oh, she's, she's dazed. Some, yeah, she's hurting, smiling at the same time. Like, oh, dude, that's She's definitely dazed. Mm-hmm. So is... I want to talk about our lead actress because I think she's good. Oh, I think she is very, very good for what she is given. Again, as you said, the writing, it's not the best. Mm -hmm. But again, you know what you're watching when you're watching The Last Shift. Well, one of the things that I liked about her portrayal, number one, is that you forget that it's a woman. It's a police officer. She carries herself like a police officer, everything police officer, without regard to gender. And she kept that. Like, at no time was she, except the one time when her and the other officer were kind of half flirting. Yeah. Oh, haha. But she also looked annoyed, like, oh, this fucking guy, haha, I gotta yeah. deal with this shit again. You know, but all that was portrayed, and she has a presence. Like, sometimes you get a lead, and they're good actors, but they don't have that presence. And she certainly does. When she commands, she commands her space. And I don't know if that's natural to her or an acting choice, but 
Um, her portrayal, I will have to say, was absolutely spot the fuck on. And she does very nervous very well, too. Mm-hmm. Especially when making those phone calls to Sergeant Cohen. Mm-hmm. Her voice, it quivers while she's talking. She Again, showed more fear on that than she did the shaky faces in the goddamn holding cell. Yeah. She seemed more afraid of her superior thinking that she was not good enough to do her job. God, this movie is better than I thought. God damn it. Uh-huh. God damn it. Leading, she, leading to comparing the police and the yeah. cult that's in this, both being just violent cults, but at least the, I guess, Satanists know who they are. Yeah, they're, 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 they own it. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. It's not even Satan. Satan is some bullshit. We, we, we worship super devil. Fuck yeah. you. Payman, the king of hell. Yeah. Which, uh, to anybody out there who's seen Hereditary, that's the uh, demon that they are oh. uh, putting in Alex Wolf. So now that I have a... In their, in their <laughs> humongous ripoff of Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> well, now that I have a better... I'm feeling a little more expansive towards this movie. There were a lot of homages before they were ripoffs. Oh, oh man. <laughs> yeah, this movie does throw everything that 2014 horror had to offer at you. <laughs> and I'm, I'm actually now able to recognize tropes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm like, oh, no, that wasn't even, none of that was yours. Come yeah, on. You didn't guy, even make it better. The, Come on. Yeah, when he cuts the pentagram into his face and has the demon teeth, and you're just like, oof. Yeah, come why, on. Why'd you do that? But again, I, I don't know if that is all these filmmakers' decisions or if they were kind of prodded into some of this. Or because the, the, the because, bags turned to flesh his faces. Yeah, yeah. When I was watching that, I think I said out loud, "Like, yeah, I've I've seen Resident Evil. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know what this looks like. I, yeah. I got it, guys." Yeah, we didn't need to see that. But also, here's the thing that I want you to remember: if it meant feeding your family, would you make this movie? Oh, shit, bring it up. I don't fuck. I'll here. Give. I'll take and, a little extra. And could you do what they did with what they were working with? This is a movie they could sell. This is a movie they could make. They put. You can see the effort put into this kind of half-assed movie. I was gonna say the only way I would be able to do that is if I took whatever budget I had and paid all the talent around me to make this fucking movie. Because I, who's the best editor I can get with this much money right now? Good. <laughs> who's the best horror editor? I'm sorry. <laughs> can yeah. you, you know, and I would just surround myself and I would spend every single cent I had on that. Right, but what I'm yeah. saying is... But I no, mean, I couldn't. Fuck no. For people that are just out grinding, trying to make money, again, this is 2014, the horror market's hot, and this wasn't their like very first movie. Yeah. This is a sellable movie, and it does not need to be as good as it is. Because this is a film that you'll find uh, rotating through every streaming site, yeah. and for you know, free every time. Looking, looking at it this way, it's a nice notch on your little director's belt. Hey, you know, we, it made this much money. Boom, bottom line. If you're talking the business aspect, I spent this much money, we made this much money. Yeah. I did that. Yeah, and uh, to the the credit of this film, in production right now is the Last Shift reboot. The fuck out of here. Reboot project. Well, I hope they spend the time on it then. Well, again, there's so many shots. Like when she looks up to the ceiling and it looks like it says moss and she spins around and it just says sow. Yes, Right under where she's sitting. Yes. Again, they do that shot where it's a shot from underneath her where it is literally right on her head like a label. Yep. 
Like, it doesn't need to be as good as it is. This is a fantastic film for what it is. And part of me was trying to figure out if, you know, she was the same age as the cult chicks. And was there some kind of full circle happening? Was she supposed to, was she infected by the cult when she was young and not known about it? And now it has to be drawn back. And I would have loved to have seen that aspect of that movie. Mm -hmm. Because it kind of, it seems like they're hinting at a lot of things that never landed. Which irritates me. Yeah. So I was like, hmm. But, yeah, it doesn't suck as bad as I thought. God damn you, Chris. Mm. Oh, man. In keeping the running through line of, hey, there's going to be the guys here to pick up this girl's ass evidence or whatever. Yes. And keeping that through line where she has to call and tells the guy, like, when you get here, I'll be outside in my squad car. He's like, fucking whatever, lady. Yeah. And uh, culty shit starts happening. She starts losing her fucking mind. The mm-hmm. lady shoots herself in a chair. Yep. That was a good scene. No, yeah, it is. Because the dialogue, okay, not, <laughs> it's it's not all-star level, but fuck it. You're putting this movie together to Plus, try and sell. Whatever. They, very they rarely they... are two people in the same scene talking. You know what I mean? It, it mostly... She's either the only time you hear him talking to talking to homeless guy or on the phone or at whatever she's seeing, or we don't know if it's there or not. Right. But the scene with her and the, yeah, the lady in white at the table, Mm -hmm. again, the acting is fucking stellar, man. It's a good scene. Yeah. Or, or when they were in the interrogation room and Mm. the other chick had the gun. Uh huh. I was like, oh, cause she had that. She had the scary eyes. Mm hmm. And again, this happens. There's a lot of good actors, or there's a lot of crazy people acting, because she had real scary eyes. Man, Sergeant Cohen is my f- absolute favorite movie cop. I think maybe of all time. Uh, he is the best. He is such an asshole, and and relishes in it. And I I know a hundred guys in the military just like him. When he takes her into the the uh, evidence room. <laughs> What is it? Now, every creep in the city is going to be looking to get into this room, and you are the only thing standing between them and the total fucking destruction of this city. <laughs> and she's staring at him with these wide eyes, and he goes, I'm fucking joking, rookie. <laughs> it's the goddamn best. Oh, uh, again, I, I will have to she say. She walks in, and he's just trashing the locker room. <laughs> I have to admit that that was some good characterization because that brought me back to being in the military. You just do something knuckleheaded. And, dude, no. <laughs> just no. We're fucking with you. Uh-huh. You mean I, I just filled 20 gallons out of the hot water for nothing? Nah, yeah. yeah. You sure did. Fuck all of you. Yeah, man. Sergeant Cohen is the best. I really want just... I hope the uh, Last Shift reboot is just the adventures of Sergeant Cohen. <laughs> Gruffing the fuck out of things. Yeah, just being grumpy and waiting to retire. That'd be the best... Mi- I would actually watch a miniseries if they made it just Sergeant Cohen being mad at things. Oh, my God. That would be a perfect role for me. i just sit there and just complain about shit. <laughs> God damn it. I'm fucking belts digging into my goddamn hips. Yeah, again... <laughs> The reason that I love him is that we're introduced to him just trashing a fucking locker room and yelling, fucking cop, which actually, again, good red herring, because mm-hmm. you never, him yelling, fucking cop, you don't know if he's an actual police officer then, right. or if he's a member of the cult, because later they say some of them are, uh, uh, they're just out there in the wild. Yep. 
And yeah, that that was a little disconcerting at the very beginning because I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Because until that point, not a whole lot was going on. <laughs> not a whole lot went on after that for a minute. But she walks in and he's just slamming shit against the walls and just yells, turn around. <laughs> so she walks away and he just yells, stop. I said, turn around, not walk away. <sighs> I'm Sergeant Cohen. <laughs> Uh, uh, He's the best. (laughs) Give me a donut. Yeah, of course, the bear claw, Jerry. It's always been the bear claw. Thanks for the donut. (laughs) Listen, man. The Adventures of Sergeant Cohen. We got to find that guy. I was still not liking the movie when he was in. I didn't notice all that. God damn it. He's Mm. the best. He is absolutely the best. And it ends up being Sergeant Cohen that fucking shoots the shit out of her. Mm -hmm. But, oh, I, I, I will tell you that I appreciated the ending. Because I didn't want to know all of... I mean... Because they didn't present the cult as much, mm-hmm. I didn't give a fuck whether I knew about whatever happened to them. No. And I didn't care if the world ended or didn't end, but the fucking, the way this movie ended, I'm like, I did not see this coming. I, I did not see this coming. Well played. Yeah, because, uh, again, she's has the scene with the lady at the table where the lady says, it should have been me that was with... John Michael Payman and shoots herself in the fucking head. Mm. So, of course, Officer Lauren just grabs her gun and tralala's out. Like walks, you would. Yeah, walks out into the lobby and sees <coughs> two uh, two of the mask or the hooded figures because right. the cult put sheets over their heads before they <coughs> hung themselves in their cells. Right. So he sees two figures with sheets over their heads and she starts shooting and they go scattering. And it's, it's pretty intense. And... <laughs> This is concurrent with the hallucinations and all the shit that she'd been seeing earlier. Yeah. Like the way they were moving (coughs) was exactly the same as the vision she'd had. But in retrospect, it does look exactly like a couple guys that are just scattering because a police officer has just opened fire on them for doing their jobs. (coughs) Well, exactly. And that's, again, I really appreciated the end because it did surprise me. And I was going to get to that. I I was going to say, no matter how much I hate this movie... The fucking end got me. It really did. Uh-huh. And and for that, I, I again, it didn't... We, we I've said this before. This didn't have to be. It didn't have to have what it had in it to still sell. Mm-hmm. Because I know people who watch horror movies just because it says it's a horror movie, and they've seen every other thing, so this is one last thing to see. Yeah. You know, and it would have sold on that merit. I think this is better than any turd Rob Zombies plopped out. Yeah. Although I would say his were more visually interesting. Oh, sure, I guess. But I mean, this. But is, I like Kitsch, so. Yeah, I think still think this is a better movie, and oh, I yeah. can, I cannot say enough that this movie doesn't need to be that good because it does. It ends with the cleaning crew that's been talked about the entire time. Mm-hmm. She was hallucinating, and she just shot three cleaning men. Shot the fuck out of them. Uh huh. And it shows her execute the dude who's like trapped in the door already been shot in the leg and he's pleading with her yep. not to shoot me but in her hallucination it's a dude basically mocking her and telling her the the, the devil's coming mm-hmm. mm. dude it's really good it, no it really is i and and again with that whole extra layer god damn it's a lot better yeah because my my biggest complaint about the movie prior to having that last piece of information was eh, there's not much to it, but with that armed with that, there's a lot more to it. 
Uh, I hate it when I miss the point of a movie. Sometimes I find points in movies that really don't have points because I need it to be better. Yeah. I gave up trying to make it better in my head about halfway through because I didn't have anything to hang hang on, you know? There was nothing to really look at for me there. Right, and I mean, all of what I've had to say throughout all of this, keep in mind, anybody, if you haven't seen this movie, it's dumb. Mm-hmm. I, I've said it before, and I will straight up admit, it's a stupid, probably bad movie, but there are ideas in it that are really, really good and very, very well executed. And for a project of this magnitude, mm-hmm. it's again, it's not your huge $250 million film. Right. Well, and you know, you, I just thought of something else that made this movie better with that extra bit of knowledge. And now I can't remember it. God damn it. <laughs> well, great. Good talk. <laughs> you know, love it when I do that. Oh, I hate when my brain does that. But what I'm saying is that if you're flipping through and you see this movie and you go, last shift, oh, this is going to be a real bummer. Like I did, and it was just like, I just feel like watching something fucking stupid that I can turn my brain off for, and it's just going to be a gore fest and stupid. It's really not that gory. The story holds together as well as it needs to for a dumbass movie. I remembered my point. Okay. Every movie, when I watch it, I, I always judge it by the unasked test. Like, how, f- how far into the movie before I unasked and got the fuck out of there? And a lot of times, they will answer why you can't get out of there. Or at no time was there anything buying that officer from walking the fuck out. In fact, she walks out a couple times, talks to the hooker. You know, that kind of stuff. So Marigold. Right. So in my head, I'm like, well. Marigold's a good actress, too. Oh, hells, yeah. Because <laughs> I know Mary Gold. Mm-hmm. And she fucking pegged every single aspect of that, too. But in my head, it made no sense. Why the fuck? You don't pay me enough. Fuck a bunch of all this. I think I may be having a breakdown. Fucking my job ain't worth none of this shit. But if you think about it, from the fact, you know, if you're talking about making a direct line from the police ass cult to the cultist cult. Now it makes sense, which makes it by far a better movie again. She stops trying to leave when she gets a phone call from her dead dad telling her, don't leave. Right. When in every situation she should leave, Mm -hmm. but that weird loyalty that she has to the police is keeping her there. And the only reason she's on the police is because of her father. She even says so outright. Oh, repeatedly. Mm -hmm. They nailed that one. Yep. And at the very end, when she goes to leave... And she's banging on the door. And she tries the lock and everything else. I was watching it with Kayla, and she's like, you stupid bitch, just shoot the fucking lock off. You have your gun. She tries. It hits the fucking uh, uh, bulletproof glass that's in the door, but the bullet hole disappears immediately. Oh. She's like, oh. So it answers that question. Okay. Why can't she leave now? Okay, okay. But again, that, that needs to be spelled out for me or I get mad because I'm like, I understand we're in a movie and, and spooky shit's got to happen. But you got to give me a real reason why people are sticking around for the spooky shit because everybody in the world will get the fuck out of there. Yep, bound by duty. Yeah, from duty, schmoody. Come on, I get defeated. I get fucking demons coming after me. I'm out of here. One of the other effects that I thought was really good when the uh, that gentleman cop at the end, who is already dead, does the uh, finger guns in his, yes. in his mouth and blows his brains out. 
It looks cool, man. It's a great idea. That is nightmare come to life. <laughs> it's so good. Because I knew something was going to happen, but I thought it was going to switch and showed he had a gun in his hand. Or No. He no. fucking popped his dome with finger guns. Uh-huh. He fucking killed himself with disco pistols, dude. It, whoa. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, fucking rules, that man. That was badass. That was metal as fuck. And that's why I'm saying, of all of these things that are in it that you go, God, that's goofy. Mm-hmm. Actually look at what they did with it and then ask yourself, okay, why, why was it there? It seems like they shrugged and went, okay, we'll put that in. How can we make this good? So I, fuck the, guys. How do we, how do we make the creepy cult girls singing in the police station? How do we make that good? Cause you know, you're right. Cause that, I think that would have made this movie better if they if kept that same idea. Cult cult took out some of the extra stuff and kept it real sparse. Like, yeah. Tight, tight. Yep. Instead of trying to throw everything that will sell a movie in 2014 for mm-hmm. whatever money somebody will buy it for. Again, it's the, what is your creative vision versus how much do you need to eat? Well, exactly. Cause it could have, it, it's, it's, if he would have kept is... it sparse and tight and more arty, we could have seen it at the music box and three other theaters in Michigan, you know? Yeah. If... It, it, it wouldn't have had wide release. Yeah, I'm thinking if you gave this guy $300 million, you would not have gotten the exact same movie. No. This is the that weird gray area, that compromise between artistic, I, it sounds like a dick, but like artistic integrity and commercialism. Yeah, well, you know, how much of your vision are you going to let go for the cash? And, and I, I dig it. I, I understand. I'm yeah. of an age where I will give the fuck up out of all my vision. Uh-huh. If I can pay <laughs> off my mortgage, fuck yeah. I will sell out in a heartbeat. You bet. <laughs> I don't even have shit to sell. I'll sell it anyway. Uh-huh. Fuck yeah. But like, I cannot repeat enough. When you take all of those factors into consideration, mm-hmm. this movie doesn't need to be as good as it is. No, and, and I it like is that. stellar for that reason. Hmm. I, I have grown to have a new appreciation for this movie. I rest my case, your honor. <laughs> if it please the court, your honor. <laughs> <laughs> I do believe we have a verdict. Jura, please. So uh, one of the other scares, because the, the scares in this movie, again, they're kind of stupid. Yeah. They're not great. The the girl under the desk or the demon under the desk. Yeah. Like, all right, that's real stupid. Why'd you guys do that? Yeah, it just looked like she had gotten burnt real bad with steam burns. I'm like, come on. Uh-huh. I could probably draw something better than that. And I suck. Yeah. It, it looked about Goonies level of prosthetics. Oh my god, it did! <laughs> it wasn't great. And you, you talk about that too. Remember the little the crabby girl? Uh huh. Sure do. Too way too fucking clean to be a demon thing. Mm-hmm. It looked like okay. Well, is the yoga studio hot? Yoga's out here. Put on this. Put on this tunic and crawl around like a crab. Okay. Okay. I guess I had my blowout done. It's be fine. Or, or one of my personal favorites is when the blood starts coming out of her radio, the radio on her shoulder. <laughs> like, uh-huh. guys. And that wasn't even cool looking. No, because I immediately was like, well, that's why your radio didn't work. It was full of hot, melty chocolate. Look at it. <laughs> you're not supposed to put your radio in the chocolate fountain. Yeah, I mean, your chocolate conductor burst and it's just pouring out of your radio. <laughs> Your chocolate conductor. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. Right next to the fudge flange. Yeah, again. <laughs> there are parts of this that if you gave them, I'm sure, like $200 million, we would not have seen any of that. Oh, my God, no. That would have been a better movie. Uh-huh. It sure would have. Or when she walks in and sees the uh, clearly CGI'd video, like, floating on that sheet. Oh, God, yeah. That was not good. Again, I can't stress enough, I will defend this movie till the end of my days, but it's not a good movie. No. It's still goofy and stupid. But it's interesting. It, it really is interesting, and God damn it, I hate it when you do this to me. Yep. You and your goddamn one-legged seagulls and shit, fuck you. Tell you what, they lined up that fastball, they swung for the fences, and they hit a solid double. Hey. <laughs> They, they got people on base. Yeah. It, it wasn't the spectacular game winning home run, but you know what? It helped the team. Not only that, but if he, you know, his next that bad, he might, he might not get a triple. Um, I haven't watched it, but I saw that they also made a film called Most Likely to Die, Aww. which was like a, it looked like a real bad slasher where the killer was wearing like a motorboard. Oh, or mortarboard. Mortarboard. Okay, is it like one of the student body ones where it's all goofy kills and I, stupid I, shit? I, again, I don't know, but I, it's one of those I've seen that floating around streaming services forever oh, as don't, well. Don't inflict that on me anytime soon. I, I, I might give it a, a watch just to see if, like, man, are they doing like really highbrow, lowbrow art? Like, what are they doing? I can't figure out what is happening in this movie because there are really smart things in it. Uh huh. And then, uh, yeah, the, the chocolate radio. Yeah. And the guy carving a pentagram in his face with his weird shark teeth. And it's been done better. Oh yeah. Like, when when she flipped over the that uh, homeless gentleman after tasing him in a spectacularly stupid looking scene, mm-hmm. after he rolls over and he's got like the yellowed eyes, it it straight up looks like a rubber mask. It did. I was just like, come on, jeez. Uh, but I mean, if they were trying to throw back to like eighties cheesy horror, you did it. But it didn't fit the mood of the rest of your film. Well, we we've seen other directors where you're like, okay, well, you've done your scene, but let me show you how it's done. Mm-hmm. And it, was, it happened in the house that Jack built. He, he threw shit in there, and and objectively, okay, I see what you did there, and I see why you did it, and it was fucking good, and I hate you for being that good. Yep. And being that smug about it, you cocksucker, you. But there there's an artistic reason. There's a reason he did it because he fight. Look what I did. Yeah. I didn't get that, you know, from like the, some of the things that I'll call an homage now. Um, it's like, if you're not going to do it better or different, don't, or just hint at it a little more. You don't have to be as on the nose. I mean, I guess, but I mean, I appreciate when she's in the locker room and just finds like a weird picture of her and her dad in the back with no explanation. That was, and it, and it pulls back out and all the lockers are open. Yeah, that fucked with me a little bit. And again, we've seen it, but it's a solid, cheap scare. Right. And when you see that in the locker, I mean, I've had to clean out when we were like doing demo for some jobs I was doing. Just weird, random stuff like that. And I always just think it's it's such a neat looking thing. And, and it's interesting that they chose that for a scene. I'm like, oh, I've seen that. I have seen that. That is so cool. I like it when they... Click little weird things in your brain. Oh, wow, I've seen that, and they're featuring it in a movie. It must have hit him the same way. Right, or when she starts, 
when she walks and she's like kneeled down in a doorway and there's that long shot of the hallway and she sees the one picture and it cuts back to the floor and there's more pictures. Oh yeah. And it cuts back and it's the entire floor is loaded with pictures of this crime scene. Mm-hmm. Good, cheap, effective scare. It gets the point across. And then it she goes on fire. Yeah, it's what we talk about in a lot of the like, I guess, fancier or more artistic movies that yeah. we watch. That's effective. It's cheap. It's effective. It mm. did exactly what it needed to do. And that- now, conversely, when her hiding space is between <laughs> those uh, filing cranks, which they had, which they'd established earlier, were just slamming the fuck shut. Yeah, so. that that was a fine scare. I'll give you that. But when she ran between them. As if that were a hiding space. That's like hiding in a bathroom stall with the door open. Right. She just has walls on either side of her, and the demon just crawls past her like it didn't notice. Ah. But I, I thought they were going to do something clever with the with the, the moving things. I thought they were going to start moving or rattling and going, and she's going to have to run out to beat them before they slammed shut, because that would have been cool as fuck. But no, they, I didn't understand why they established it earlier that they slammed them. Was it just supposed to make Because us it was feel? another feature of the set that they had. So, hey, we have this. What can we do with it? Yeah, but make it pay off if you're going to do it. Well, they did. She hid in there. Yeah, but they could have. Stupidly. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but it happened. But they could have cranked up some dread with that. They could have really fucked with you for a minute on that. Or they could have fucked with me personally. Yeah, I mean, she sat in that little what looked like a hallway for far too long until the demon just kind of, until the demon walked by her and then came back slowly it was just like oh hey there you are it's just like hey i'm in the shot you didn't catch me hold on i'm i'm back in the shot uh-huh. Boo. oh there's another spot where it it's it's nobody's fault but i think they might have been pressed for time because uh the main cop is trying to uh, reload her gun in the hallway and she flubs the clip and it's just like, no, keep shooting. Just fix it, fix it. And you see her finally click it in and like the look of desperation on her face when she can't find it. Well, one of my wife's favorite things to do is to go to the gun range. And I'm counting shots. My wife's counting shots. We're thinking, how many clips did she have on her? It's like there's way too many shots being fired. Okay, who cares? Me. Why? I don't know. It's some weird thing that my brain clicks on. I know, but it's not like an action movie where it's going to matter. It's the last shift. Who gives a fuck? I know, but in in my head, it's like you have to always know how many rounds you have fired. It's beat into my head. You should always know how many rounds you have on your person or in your weapon at any given time. So I, I think that's just me. I also really like that she's a bad shot because statistically speaking, police are not good shots. <laughs> I don't know if they meant to make that a detail, but it's accurate. Oh, it's if you've ever been on a range, now there there's some of the guys that go to the range from the police officers. They're trying to be like expert shots, and those are the guys with the yellow glasses and the fucking. Big ass gigantic earmuffs. Uh-huh. Mac, <laughs> Mac from uh, yeah, exa- Super Troopers. Exactly. And then the rest of them are like me. If I go to the range, I'm sitting there roll, rolling up paper to stick in my ears, wearing my fucking ridiculous shit. <laughs> but the other cops that are dinner, I got to shoot this many fucking rounds every goddamn month. Pow, 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 pow. I'm not even going to look at it. They don't give a 
fuck? No, they have to take, yeah, X amount of hours of, like, gun training. It doesn't matter how well they do. But it it was funny because at the time I was really serious about shooting. I didn't, I wouldn't, I'm not paying extra for equipment and I use fucking range guns. But I was trying to get good. And it would surprise people. It's like watching a skinny guy at the fucking gym all of a sudden put up the same plates the big guys were doing. They'd go up, they'd be watching. <laughs> Look at it. Pat, 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 pat. I'd have them grouped. They're like, oh. And I'd pull fucking wads of tissue paper out of my ears. They're like, what the fuck? Oh, man. Uh, I also really like that they just, they didn't need to add that the dude just took a piss in the lobby. No, but, but it, it was very enjoyable. Oh, that was a beautiful touch. There are a lot of neat little touches in here. And again, uh, one thing I, I will have to give this movie. I wanted explanation for the homeless guy. I wanted him to ha- be a part of something. Yeah, why was he fucking around in the uh, like the storage area? Because he's a cra- crazy homeless guy, and it was seemed like a cool thing to do at that moment. Right, that's what I'm trying to figure out. So they never explained it, and I like that, though, because he's crazy. It wasn't anything else. He was just fucking crazy. And he, unfortunately, he was mentally ill, and he was, you know, he was camping out at this joint you know at the police i figured he'd be safe not knowing it was some cult bullshit that's what i was trying to figure out for the whole film yeah if he ended up if he was like an actual person who wrong place wrong time or if he was a a a plant of some sort or a hallucination well he could have been like um like the watchdog right And that's what I'm saying. The same as like with Marigold. Like, is, was she a real person or was she a ghost or whatever there to give exposition? Because she just kind of belches out exposition. Yeah, but quite frankly, she seemed like the only real human being in this whole movie. Like, if you want to talk about inhabited roles where it seemed like a person, like a person you know, <coughs> Marigold pegged that and like you wouldn't believe. So. That's what I think all the performances in this all around are very, very good. Our lead cop conducts herself like a police officer. Yeah. The, the homeless guy, well, he's just kind of there and mute. The male officer that shows up, fantastic actor. Sergeant Cohen is fucking great. Like, everybody in this movie cared. They cared enough to make a good movie, and I appreciate that. Well, and she must have had, the, the lead actress must have had some kind of training. Because the way she held the lights, the way she looked into windows, a lot of that was like sloppy textbook, but textbook. Yeah, I forget the show that she's on now because I quickly looked her up. I think she's on Arrow or something really? like that. Yeah, she's in like three seasons or there was like 70 some episodes listed or something that she was in. And that's what I thought, like, good for her. She's a good actress. <laughs> well, and then she must have like some action, something behind her then if she's doing Arrow. Yeah, Maybe. Because they don't usually cast you for those movies. You can't do stunts. So, wow. Cool beans. Yeah. Well, I grudgingly tell you I like this movie before you ask. Yeah. Again. Again, there are touches that you didn't need. You didn't need to make them a proxy of, like, the Manson family. You could have left out the entire line of, oh, uh, a a, a fake Manson family or something like that. Right. You could have just let me... You didn't have to say it. It's not like it's I can put the pieces together. I mean, I know kids who know who Charles Manson is. Everybody knows Uncle Charlie. Right, so they didn't have to... 
do it that large. Yeah. I tell you what, <laughs> <laughs> they did not need to beat us with a clue bat on that. No, and like I said, the whole like <coughs> them worshiping the uh, Payman, the King of Hell, and whatever else. Yeah. Like, sure, guys, whatever. But yeah, I'd recommend this if somebody's like, hey, man, I just need something to like. If I threw it on on a Wednesday and dicked around on my phone while watching it, would it be worth it? Yeah, you can actually watch it too, and it's it's very serviceable, but. Yeah, you could look up every once in a while, and if you're not looking for the good things in it, you could easily say, yeah, this movie sucks. Well, I will tell you, um, since I've been doing this every week, obviously, because I'm old, I post it on my Facebook. You know, I post it on the Facebook and tell people what I'm doing. But a lot of my friends who I didn't know, you know, they came out of the closet as horror fans. Oh, I love horror movies. I'm like, you do? So I've known you for 30 years. First fucking time I've heard about it. <laughs> you know, it's not like, hey, yeah, the new, the new scary movie's coming out. But it turns out that well, I would, I re- I'd recommend it to any horror fan. I mean, it's serviceable, and for some of the people that I know that are, you know, have about as much of a clue as I do. Think about it this way. I'd give them a little, a little something to think about before the movie started. I'd say, hey, cult, cop cult. Just think about that. Yeah. And watch the shots. Hell yeah. Because there's a lot of good camera movement in it that shows that it's people that know what they're doing. But yes. also, I again, I am just <laughs> completely led to believe that they also just needed a paycheck. And, hey, and so let's make it. Let's do the best that we fucking can and let's make this. I would like to think that if I even, because even at any job I've ever had, whether I'm good at my job or not good at my job, I bust my fucking ass because somebody's paying me to do it. And I, I like to see that kind of plugger mentality. I like to see that, hey, let, okay, this is what we got. We everybody's got to eat. Come on, we we got everybody's getting paid for thirty days. Let's go. It's a union show. Let's move it. You know, I fucking love all that. Yeah, it's like uh, 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 Justin G. Dyke, the guy that directed uh, anything for Jackson. Uh huh. He uh, he fucking made his bones making like fucking like abc family holiday movies and this was what he was working on on the side was this thing that he wanted to put together and they did it and they shot it and it's probably my favorite horror film of the year 2020 really it's fucking amazing what was it called again anything for jackson Guess what? I'm gonna be checking out. We uh, we did an episode on it with uh, Andy. So oh, cool. Yeah, it it's it's a fantastic fucking movie. But again, it's the dude that was grinding, 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 making these family movies for whatever oh, yeah. thing that he's like, yeah. Do I feel ashamed of it or artistically devoid or whatever? He's like, no, I did what I had to do to eat. And you know what? I learned every single day that I was on those sets. I learned something new. Hell yeah. So that when I came time for me to put my own project that I was confident in and felt good about together i made it god you know how cool that would be because you know i'm sitting there thinking about how i'm going to light for my shorts because i've been looking up how how much actual light you need to pick Mm. up for the camera and what i'm using and shit i'm like fuck it would be so cool if i could just hang out one day with somebody who knew it so i could have a vague idea of what i'm doing you know yeah but this guy actually got a chance to do it that many times before he made his shit. That's cool as fuck. Yeah, and like you can just watch it in the shot where she starts walking down a hallway. <laughs> and you see it kind of start high and then swoop down low and follow her feet. And then yes. cuts back and following her th- backwards through the hallway and everything. It's composed so fucking well <laughs> that like it's people that know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And you can look at the content of it throughout it and go, oh, well, this is fucking stupid. And yeah, some of it's dumb, but it's people that cared enough to really put effort into something. 
and I would recommend that <coughs> any day of the week. Hell yeah. It's like the Ramones. Oh yeah. <laughs> it fucking is. Yep. Yeah. Wow. God damn you. <laughs> Did I win? You won. Did I win podcasting? Yeah, you, you won for the night, buddy. You won for the night. Hey! Hey, uh, hey uh, speaking of, uh, James. Yes? Where can people find us? <laughs> they can find us on the email at horrorvomitpodcast.com. God damn it. Uh, you can email us at horrorvomitpodcast at gmail.com. Gmail. And you can find us where? On the Facebook. And you can find us where all good podcasts are sold and given away. And when you go to those places, give us some stars. Give us some stars. Why are you blowing your brains out? What are you doing? I fuck it up every goddamn time in my head before I got here. I swear to God, I'm like, I said it like a loaf of bread, a container of milk, a stick of butter. A loaf of bread, I fucking said it a thousand times in my head before I got here. And then when you ask me, I'm like, with the thing on the side with the stuff, hey, lady. I don't know with the thing when I don't know. <laughs> that is my new favorite visual is you just like pulling off like down the road before you get to my house, adjusting your rear view mirror and like just looking dead at your reflection being like, James, we got to pull it together. We got to do it this week. Today's the day. Today's, Today's the, the day. day. Look at, look at you. Look at you. You're a killer. You're a lion. You're a tiger and you're a bear. You go out there and you do the best goddamn horror vomit podcast at gmail.com that you can do. And then you come in here and you trip over your dick into a live trap. Oh, man. On that note. Yeah, goodbye, everybody. I am ashamed. (laughs)